Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. All right, in this lousy football season in New York, we got a trade deadline tomorrow. Already uh, we have a Jet Giant trade. Uh, there's a lot of rumors. More, you know, in the old days of the NFL, trade deadline used to come and go, and you'd go, uh-huh, there wouldn't be a trade. I mean, if there was one trade, that would be a lot. I mean, every once in a while, you'd have the unhappy star like an Eric Dickerson who would get traded, but that's the rarity. You very rarely got trades in the NFL. Now, you get a lot because you got a lot of unhappy players. Players want to be moved. Teams want to... Uh, tank team want teams want to unload uh, so it's a, uh, teams want to stockpile picks so it's a completely different world now and that's what keeps guys like uh, this guy busy and that's uh, Albert Vero joins us now all right Albert what do we got going first of all the uh, we have the Williams trade which was rumored there's a lot of other Jets rumored there are some Giants rumored though I'm not so sure the Giants are going to break open the team uh, but how about the Jets first? Um, you expect the Jets to be more active here? Yeah, I mean, I think they're open to listening on it, listening on anyone. Um, you know, obviously they've got a head coach and a general manager who aren't <laughs> invested in a good portion of the roster because they're both new. So that option that 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 naturally opens the floodgates when it comes to player availability. Um, the one that's you know continually come up over the last few weeks has been Robbie Anderson, yeah. and obviously. Yeah, he's had the issues. He's been a little bit of a headache. Um, he had, you know, some baggage when he was coming out of college. Uh, and, you know, it's just another one of these where, you know, I, I don't think that, the, that that Joe or Adam have anything against Robbie. It's just, you know, you make a decision on whether or not you're planning to re-sign him. And if you aren't planning to re-sign the guy, um, you know, based on what receivers are going for now, um, then it's incumbent on you to sort of ascertain what, he's, what, what you can get for him on the market. So that's where they're at right now. I think they'll get offers. Um, there's a good group of teams out there that, that were looking for receivers last week. Of course, the Patriots get Sanu. The Niners get, um, get Emmanuel Sanders. But, you know, you also had the Bills, the Saints, the Packers that were out there looking for receivers. So, um, you know, you saw the price tag on those two guys. You should be able to get good value for Robbie Anderson. Um, and so I think if, if – if, you know, Joe Douglas gets a competitive offer, something like what he was offered for Leonard Williams. I could certainly see him moving Robbie Anderson. How about the idea that everyone is shocked that neither the Bengals or the Redskins will make a trade? You, you know, I, I think the Bengals are a little bit more steadfast than the Redskins are. Um, you know, the Redskins had made Josh Norman, who you know is uh, on a huge contract and, and isn't worth it anymore, but plays a premium position. Josh Norman's been available. Um, so what about Williams? Like, what about Williams? Yeah, and now Williams is too. So I mean, the Redskins have sort of softened their stance on Williams. That was sort of a separate issue because it was more that was more personal. Um, you know, and, and and Mike, you know as well as anybody how 
these things get when you start to involve a team's medical staff, and that's where that's been over the last couple of months, which is why the Redskins have been hesitant to you know, make any sort of move on him. You know, but now with the deadline here, you know, deadlines create deals, and um, I can tell you, um, you know, over the last couple of hours, the Redskins have started to circle back with teams that have called them on Williams over the last few weeks, and they're trying to ascertain value right now. What do they, they want? want first- <laughs> they want more than a one? They want a first-round pick for him. And I okay. think based on what Laramie Tunsil got, um, the, the, the Dolphins um, a couple yep. months ago, yep. they should be a good, good player. Oh, he's Tunsil. worth a one easy. He's definitely right. worth a one, absolutely. The problem, the, the problem you have, and the difference between him and Tunsil, of course, is age. Um, he's six years older than Tunsil, yep. and he has way more medical history than right. Tunsil. I mean, you don't even know if he's completely healthy right he's now. He's a really good player, though. <laughs> but he's a great player. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. is it, it, When he's healthy... I mean, one of the top two or three tackles in the league can help somebody right away if he's healthy, right. if he's right. And so yeah. um, I would think that – You can know, see him going again, to the Pats in a minute. You know, that you can Again, the, see, uh, the asking price being being a one, yeah, yeah. New England would be involved. Cleveland, I think, would, would obviously have their, have their foot in that one. And so I would expect that a, that a market over the next few hours will probably emerge on current Williams. And, um, you know, if they're motivated, I, I, I certainly think that a deal could come together pretty quickly for him. All right, what's the craziest trade you're hearing rumors about? I mean, you start to hear, like, so some of the corners, um, that's been sort of another hot spot where, uh, you know, Chris Harris's name's been out there for a while. The Lions are now making Darius Slay, a very good player for them, 28 years old, signed through next year. They're making him available. Um, the Dolphins have gotten calls on Xavier Howard, who's a really good player. They just signed him to a contract extension. Um, you know, and then Janoris Jenkins, the Giants have been shopping him around. And then the other hot spot I would tell you is tight end. Um, you know, the, the Bucks have been getting calls on OJ Howard for a few months. Really, well, you know what? Is he, does he have a problem with Arians? Is that the problem there? I mean, it's more than anything else. It's just that, that you know, Cameron Bray's been a more functional player in their offense um, over the first two months of the year. And I, I think part of this for the Bucks, and, and look, like the general manager who selected him, Jason White, still there. Um, he's a top ten pick, and so. I mean, he's a really, really talented kid. You know, he, he was a great player at Alabama. And so, um, yeah, I think there was only a feeling there, like, let's give this time, let's see how this works out. And I just think at this point, um, with a day until the deadline, the feeling is, all right, like, let's just see if we can ascertain his value. If something comes along that, that just, you know, knocks us over, then we consider it. Um uh, but, but but I I don't think they're adverse to the idea of bringing him back. And and look, there are a couple other guys. Austin Hooper in Atlanta is another one who's got great value, who's been really, really productive. The Falcons have gotten a ton of calls on him. It's been a no to this point. And then Hayden Hurst in Baltimore, who has basically been beaten out by Mark Andrews, their young tight end there, but a former first-round pick. There's um, a baseball player. He's actually a little bit older, uh, but he's another one who's, you know, always did some phone calls. So, you can see certain positions where there are, there are hot spots, you know, and it's, it's left tackles. It's by time Philly and Trent Williams, of course. It's the receiver spot where we've already seen Sanu and Sanders go. It's the corners, you know, you're, you're Norman, um, you're, you're Slay, you're Chris Harris, and then the tight ends. Um, so, I mean, like, honestly, Mike, I, I've been covering the league for 15 years, and this is as active as I can remember. It doesn't mean there's going to be a ton of deals, but it does seem like there's a whole lot more discussion than there used to be. So I'll be here about uh, the trade deadline, which is tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so we have another day of this to, to go around. Uh, you do have a, you know, you, you don't have a lot of, you know, it's an interesting situation right now. You got a lot of teams in the AFC, I mean, in the NFC, who 
are pretty good. I mean, yep. who are having good seasons. You know, who are, you know, you have someone's going to win the East, but they're not having a great season. But let's say it's it, the. But you have Green Bay. You got Minnesota. You got New yep. Orleans. You got San Francisco. You got Seattle. You even got the Rams. All think they can get hot and win this thing. Okay, they all think they can. Right. They're, and and that's going to be high. And you got a lot of big games like Green Bay has to play San Francisco. San Francisco has to play yep. New Orleans. So you got a lot of big games down the road. AFC though, it's one team. I mean, Kansas City's <laughs> beat up, and there's yep. no one that's in their league. I mean, unless Baltimore turns around and beats them, there's nobody in their league. That you know, Kansas City's not together this year with the quarterback and with their offensive line and with their yep. defensive front. Uh, Houston lost, lost J.J. Watt. You have, you know, you, you, the Colts, I can't see them being that good. I mean, so, uh, you know, the, the Pats are by themselves in the AFC. Yeah, and it's amazing. This would be fourth straight Super Bowl for them, too, if they make it back, which would match what Buffalo did in the 90s. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of one of those things where everything seems to be falling the Patriots' way right now. Um, the Like some of the quarterback injuries in the conference, of course, are affecting seeding. Um, you know, I, Mike, if they handle the next few weeks, their schedule gets tougher now. You know, like they play right. Baltimore, they play, they got Houston, Kansas and City. And they have Dallas and they have Dallas, oh, yeah, Dallas and New England. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've got, they, their schedule gets a lot tougher starting now. Uh, but, I mean, like you look at where they're at. Well, let's be real. They're going to go at worst 14 and 2, 15 right. and 1. I mean, that's the worst right. they're going to do. And, you know, look at the standings, Mike. I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to be home else, field. Everyone else has at least two losses. Not only that, already. they're going to clinch at Thanksgiving. So, the, right. <laughs> the, you know, so they're going to rest for weeks. And that and that is so key too, because if you look at their defense, right? Eight of their eleven starters on defense are twenty nine years old or older, yep. and the ninth starter is twenty eight years old. It's a great advantage for them because it really unlocks who Bill is as a coach, being able to use all that experience, versatility, and everything else. But, I mean, the one concern, I guess, with a team like that would be, is it going to wear down over the course of the year? If you clinch early, you can start to manage some of those things. And that's, that'd be a huge edge for them. And, you know, again, like you said, like, it's hard to see them going much worse than 14-2. and two. And, um, you know, you look at those conference standings, and when everybody else has already got two losses, it, it doesn't look like there's any other outcome that's going to – I mean, barring some sort of catastrophe from an injury standpoint – it just doesn't seem like there's any way that the, the hey, this Sunday night is where th- this is a game they can get beaten. Uh, th- and, yep. you know, and it's hard to see a quarterback that doesn't throw real well beating them. But this is the game they could get beat in. If Baltimore gets that running game going, the- New England's beatable. I yeah. tell you, Cleveland could have played them well yesterday if they just didn't make so many darn mistakes. Yep. I mean, uh, they had the play call back in the third quarter that they had a big gain down the left sideline. They called offensive pass interference. Yep. I mean, I mean they they had the turnovers early. I mean, Cleveland bothered them yesterday. They bothered them with the pass rush. They they actually were even with them in line at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, too many very, too many penalties, too many turnovers. It was the very first time I feel like we've seen a team come out there and it looked like there were plays to be made on the Patriots defense. Like. To this point, the Patriots' defense has absolutely smothered everybody. Yep. And they did a good job yesterday. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like they played that poorly yesterday. But, you know, for the first time, we saw big plays in the running game. We saw yep. some explosive plays that were there. The Browns weren't able to convert them, but they were there for them. And so, yeah, I mean, I think you saw some chinks in the armor, absolutely, um, against Cleveland. But they got a great Sunday. chance to go to another Super Bowl. I mean, a great, no great, no a, a great chance. And, <laughs> no and, they're, and they're shopping for a tight end. They're shopping for offensive linemen. How, how lucky will they be in their shopping? Well, I mean, you know what's interesting, Mike? If you want to look at like the, the global view of this, 
they've done a lot of things to sort of make it look like they're all in for this year, which would give credence to the idea that maybe Brady is considering hanging him up after this year. Um, and it's, you know, taking the chance on Antonio Brown. It's taking a chance on Michael Bennett. It's trading a two for Mohamed Sanu um, a week before the trade deadline. Uh, they've been pretty aggressive in the way that they've built their roster, the way they've moved their draft picks over the course of the last few months. So, or how about probably, the crazy? Uh, or how about the crazy rumor, Albert, that he goes and plays a year for the Chargers to put that team on firm ground, and is yeah. then part, and then and is then part owner of the franchise. I'll tell you, it, it, on paper, it makes some sense just because of where the Chargers are from a business standpoint in LA. They're nowhere now, and. So right, and he gets part of the franchise. Buys. He gets to buy in after playing one year to put him on the map. He buys right. in as part owner of the team. Could make some sense. I just, I, like, at the end, Mike, I mean, I've heard these sorts of rumblings for 15 years now. Right. Um, whether it's over a contract, whether it's over. Yeah, I, I don't know. The only reason to... that's possible is if he could get any ownership, he wants to live out there. He could, if yeah. he goes for one year and plays, he could get own, part ownership of the team. That That could work. Yeah, I, I can see that. I just, I mean, like, there's just a part of me that I, I've seen him, I've seen him, I've seen these rumblings in the past where he's going to do this or he's going to do that. I've heard that stuff. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, maybe he'll hold out or he's really upset about the way that they let this player go or that player go. Um, you know, and in the end, it, it always, these, these stories always end with Brady right back where he's always. Well, he's, he his, does have a very, he, and he has a great, you know, he has a good yeah. relationship with Belichick. He has a great relationship with Kraft. Right. And I just like, it, 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 I mean, look, like this sort of, and this sort of back and forth is real that we're seeing right now. It's just that, does it really matter that that's happening right now? I mean, what matters is what happens in February and March as far as yep. that goes. Yep. And I just, the history shows that these guys resolve these things when it really matters. I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know that I believe that Brady would have the stomach to sit there on March 11th or whatever the first day of the new league year is and look at a contract from the Los Angeles Chargers or the Tennessee Titans or the Chicago Bears and have the stomach to sign it. Maybe that's just me. But, you know, his history has always been like there have been rocky times, but, you know, when it really counts, um, that relationship has worked to carry everybody through. And so I still think the two most likely scenarios, you know, the three possible ones are either he's back with the Patriots in 2020 or, or he's retired. Interesting. All right. So uh, no blockbusters tomorrow? Nothing, no, nothing crazy? Well, well, what would you consider a blockbuster? You want Cam Newton traded or something like that? Huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> how about Adams to the to, how about Adams to the uh, Cowboys? That would be a blockbuster. That would be a blockbuster. You got some inside information on that? No, I've heard that rumbling, but I don't believe it. I don't believe. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think I, they're going to trade I mean, him. Look, I, I I know he's unhappy, but I don't think they're going to trade him. I really don't. I think Jamal's Jamal's a like. I mean, they've got for for one thing, they've got him under contract for the next two and a half years, so they don't need to do anything. Right. And I think he's one of the pieces that, when you're really good, you can envision being a central. There, there aren't very many. Darnold obviously is one. I think Marcus May is becoming one. Um, there aren't very many guys in that roster right now. No. Where you where you look at them and you say, okay, like when the Jets are really good, if Joe Douglas carries his plan out. Like this guy's going to be right in the middle of it, and Jamal Adams is certainly one of the few guys in the roster Without where you question. look at it, you say he's going to be in the middle of it if they have success. And the, the other one would be uh, you've heard Ingram, you've heard Nate Solders. I don't think they're going to trade those guys. I, I don't think yeah. they want to leave Daniel Jones without any weapons here. I, I don't, I don't that, think it makes sense. 
I mean, that's the thing. And you got to look at Solder's numbers too. I mean, it's just it's it's going to be pretty. You're going to have to find a suitor who's got a ton of cap space. And I know people have connected him to New England. New England's got almost no cap space. They would have to do a ton of work to. Well, get the rumor like was Cleveland. It was, the rumor was him going to Cleveland. Uh, Soldiers. Yeah. That was the rumor. I don't know where Ingram was going. They're, they're, I didn't buy the Ingram rumors. I I can't see them trading Ingram right now. I really I mean, don't, don't think they will. I, I don't think they will. And like again, I, like they've, they've. I mean, look, Janoris Jenkins is out there. Like he's listen. Available. I think they could trade him tomorrow. I mean, I think if you that, want him. Yes. If you want him, come and get him. That's right. their approach with him. I just right. think. With guys that are part of the infrastructure around their young quarterback right now, it'd probably be a little misguided to say, "Okay, we're going to pull the left tackle out of there. We're going to pull the move tight end." Makes out no of there. sense. Makes it's no just, sense. I mean, at this point, I don't. Cause, and especially, it's not like those guys are at the end of their contract. It's not like you couldn't trade them next year. You know what I mean? If you wanted to, you got those guys under contract. It just, to me, it makes too much sense just to keep the infrastructure around your young quarterback as strong as you possibly can. All right, listen, enjoy. I know it's a busy day. Thanks for a couple of minutes. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Albert Bria, back after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.